Hello and welcome to the Unverified Podcast. I'm your host, Simi, aka Tamago2474, and once again, I'm joined by three fantastic co-hosts. We've got Israel, aka Izzy Rail. Hello. Isaac, aka Mechna Gamer. I forgot how to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, do we have three co-hosts today? <laughs> <laughs> my brain like just froze as i was like wait do i say hi hello good evening good morning wait what if it's not that time of day in the region oh no <laughs> and um ho- hopefully uh a better intro we have reese aka gamer certain i'm surrounded by idiots <laughs> listen okay green people's you. hard <laughs> it's not right well you know what sometimes our brains just don't work properly um, but you know, we'd hope that our brains were working properly because education is a thing and we need that to, f- I, that was a terrible segue. Listen, <laughs> no, basically last week, yeah. <laughs> education is a thing. We're sticking with it. But it's sticking with exactly it. why I feel about that. <laughs> last week on Unverified, we were talking about, um, the university experience of you guys. And it was just so interesting that we spent the whole episode focused on that, um, and I think it's especially fitting that we continue to speak about life after school for the second part of the podcast. Because today, as we're recording this, is actually A-level results yeah. day oh. in yeah. the United yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I knew because I saw it trending on Twitter. And- I know because yeah. of my little brother. <laughs> Slightly more, more positive and twist Jeremy theories. Um, <laughs> although negative, depending on how your results day turned out. Yeah. Well, best of luck to the uh, A-level students, um, mm-hmm. you know, hope hope you got the grades you wanted. Now, proceed to listen to us talk about how your future is going to be a, a muddled mess. And uh, <laughs> spoilers, you don't, don't spoil the ending. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, we were not supposed to say that yet. The following is a spoiler uh, <laughs> on your life. <laughs> but yeah, um, in the last episode, we didn't get round to really covering life after sixth form in the non-specifically university sense. The past four years, as we've said, it's been quite formative years for all of us, I'd imagine. If you were yes. if you were to pick like one major thing that you'd say you've kind of learnt, maybe about yourself, maybe about society, we live in a society, or mm-hmm. just, you know, sort of life <laughs> and your understanding of it. Um, is there anything in particular that stands out to you? Honestly, the the structure that the the school system gives you just take that for so much granted man mm. as soon as you lose that man days it just go tough. by days happen yep. at least until like maybe you get like a job where you're back in that sort of structure without that mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's just uh it's just a mess where days mean nothing uh mm-hmm. time means nothing uh you realized four years have gone by and it really felt like a month so. <laughs> <laughs> the the last episode we did right you know, mm-hmm. we get a message in the group chat like, hey, guys, it's almost, you know, that time, that time again. It's, it's been like two weeks since last time. How about we do this again? I'm like, huh, that wasn't, that wasn't two, three days ago. And that happens every single episode. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% uh, relate to that. <laughs> I totally feel that because, you know, at first it, it just felt like, you know, a summer holiday. You have that extended holiday after school. Things uh-huh. are unstructured. It's so cool. Yeah. But around the point where it was like October, November for me, so and you know, obviously, stop. I'm not in. I'm not in university. I don't have anything. 
what what you're saying right now is exactly what I'm feeling, and like this this feels like you're about to in- initiate a <laughs> personal attack on world. what what life is like for me right now. I know exactly what you're going to say, so please. Yeah, don't. I think I think we're all in that boat. <laughs> yeah, when I got to like October November, I'm like, uh, wait, this isn't gonna end. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is it yeah. now. This is life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the first point where I was like, oh, I need to give myself things to do. I see. Yes. I yes. see. Yes. <laughs> that, that, is, that is honestly the even more than anything that uni tried to teach me. The thing I learned the most is I never want free time again in my life. No. I'm done with it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> no, nothing is scary. Unironically, un- un- I'm really a person who enjoys a lot of monotony. I like like you just give me the same task over and over and over again, and yeah, I'll probably do it honestly. Like I, mm. I can enjoy doing that as long as I'm like, yeah, as long yeah, as long as I'm See, I need to met. I like things varying, good, but I also like like a backbone of monotony. Mm, yeah, like having the overall like um thing that you're working towards yeah. is is definitely nice to have, and that's something that can be lost without the structure of school which at, at so far at the point of leaving sick form is the only structure that i had like that that many of us had like that yeah and it's yeah it's a significant too because it's like a decent chunk of the day that you're just used mm-hmm. to being filled and scheduled for you that all of a sudden mm. you have to figure it out yourself and even past that as well like with six months with units like Oh, I have free time now and don't really know what to do. Well, I guess I have that bit of coursework, or I guess I guess I have that bit of homework to do. Let's like oh. knock that out of the way. Like, let's yeah, do totally. Something. You know the oh, you know you know the worst part is, especially with having free time, especially because when you were at school, you kind of you woke up early and then your school finished about three. Yes, about the rest of the day. Whenever you're like, whenever you know, whenever you have so much free time, you sleep a lot later, wake yeah. up a lot later, you wake and you up have less of the three. day. Oh, like I said, I don't wake up at 1pm, I wake up at 8am America time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what's something that's really interesting? I still, to this day, every once in a while, I'll measure the time against what what I would be doing if I were in school. So if it's oh. if it's like huh? you know one, I'm like, oh, this would be the beginning of the last two periods in school. If it's three, I'm like, oh, right, I'd be coming home from school now. So sometimes when it's like three or four, and I haven't really done anything yet that day, I'm like, bro, I would have done a whole school day by now. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> so that's something every once in a while I think about. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I, yeah, I yeah. think that sometimes. As I well. still remember first getting into uni, right? And like, so for like the longest since I lived quite far from school, I'd wake up at like five a.m. every day. And I was struggling to wake up for 9 a.m. lectures and going, bro, what kind of cruelty <laughs> are they doing to children that they expect them to wake up for school at 8 for school at 8 30? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, for real. I just remember just sleeping on the bus on the way to school, on the way back from school, bro. Yeah. I missed my school. stop so many times because I just fell oh, asleep. Weakling, I never missed my stop even when I slept on the bus <laughs> all the time. Luckily, I, I had two possible stops I could get off at. So if I missed the first one, there was always the second one. But a few times I missed both of them and it was just peak, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. The structure and the importance of routine is um, something I learned as well. I I became very reliant on a calendar, you know, just using like Google Calendar or whatever. Uh, at least for me, I was always working on a video, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that always meant I had something to do. I was never in a position where I was like, oh, what do I do? Even if I didn't feel like doing anything, I would always know 
I can do this. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's something that definitely helped just having the channel as like my backbone, so to yeah. speak, like how Isaac described it. Yeah. But like on that, did you ever like sort of find that like say the the channel to like wanting a break from it? Like did you be like only nine to five and outside mm. of them hours find something else? Or was it just if I'm awake, the channel is there? So you know what? It's it's changed a lot um and gone back and reverted like all sorts. But when I first started, I was pretty much on that grind set. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm like all day, every day, twenty four seven. Let's let's channels. bring the numbers in my name to fruition. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I I was like fully like all day, every day. This is all I'm gonna do. Yeah, man, burnt out in like three mm-hmm. weeks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. I can see why. Jesus. Yeah. Burnt out. And then real. I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, you know what? I probably should be more sensible about this. And I was like, okay, what if I really treat it like a nine to five where I give myself these set hours and I try and do it within the, this time and that time. But I also found that that also didn't really work. Um, you know, my circumstances at home meant that certain things were kind of unpredictable in terms of whether yeah. I'd be able yes. to record at a certain time. And I w- I've got a system now that I've been using for the past like year and it's very simple, right? It's just a daily to-do list. Mm-hmm. And I write yeah. down things um, that I want to do for the day. And I also, I put down things that are really easy to do. Just so I yes. can get that feeling of, okay, making progress, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I tick things off. And anything I don't do, I don't see it as, oh, crap, I, I, I failed. I didn't complete everything. I was just like, all right, this gets shifted to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it just everything I didn't do today, boom, it's on tomorrow. And I just so I can always look at the to do list. What am I what, what can I do today? All right, I'll do that. And, okay. you know, it's easy to to think about, but then it's training the sort of discipline of actually mm-hmm. doing Indeed. what's on the to do list. Yeah. yeah. And that took a long time, you know, before I just had that on on my whiteboard. And right. I I really gave up on it when I realized, you know, because I would write the date. I, it, I wouldn't just have like a to do. This is what you see. I would have, you know, on my whiteboard the date and then the thing that needs to be done for that day and then just, you know, wipe it off when it's done. And mm. I found myself for like nearly a month, I think. I never added the to, to the to do list, but every single day I would come back and be like, ah, 23rd. Nah, it's 24th now. 25th, <laughs> 26th, 27th. Before I knew it, like a month had passed and I hadn't done anything. I was like, what am I doing? This is just, yeah. who, who am I kidding? I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, even in my system, I I did it digitally. I use Google Keep. They have this, you know, um, task list um, mm-hmm. maker that you can do. And what I'll do is I'll just duplicate it and then change the date. And so there were some tasks that literally it was the same task I needed to do for like two weeks, three weeks, and I wasn't doing it. And I, I really just feel like about now, like this year, I'm really starting to get it. Um, yeah. and take it in its stride. So I think it definitely takes a long time. And that's, you know, that's what I would answer to what have you learned over the past four years is that it's it was easy for me when I was younger to look at adults and then think, oh, they have it figured out. They know what they're <laughs> doing. When I get to school, my teachers are there every day. They know what the lesson's about, this, that, and the other. <laughs> and, you know, now I'm older, I'm like, actually, I bet some of these, some of these teachers 
planned these lessons during the previous lesson. Like I bet they're they're not as they don't oh have it as God, together okay. as you, I you've thought. You've never they seen did. them planning this, it mid lesson on the fly. My science class. We had a science teacher who was basically he was just doing he was just doing lesson he was just planning out lessons during the lesson. So we'd have like thirty minutes of nothing during our lessons <laughs> because our teacher was just <laughs> writing in the lesson plan during the during the lesson. Right. So that's even worse than what I said. I was saying planning for the next lesson. They were planning the lesson you were in. in. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, just learning that everyone is figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say that's the biggest thing um, I learned. The and only thing no people how have figured polished, out is how to pretend they have it figured out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like no matter how polished things look. Mm-hmm. You can bet the behind the scenes is a bit messy 100%. or majorly messy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 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 so there's one thing I've learned um, is that personally, a thing things are not as interesting as people make them out to be. Essentially, that just certain things where people want you to go do something, or even just people in general, aren't as interesting as they say they are. Not to be mean, <laughs> but people aren't as boring as well. Just let me just be like, people aren't as boring and people aren't as interesting as exactly. I think. This was actually just... out here, just like, I just really don't like people. See, no, I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying this in, like, in the case of I don't like people, I'm just saying this in the case of like, oh, uh, it's not that deep. That's fair. Um, so you say that's like one of the biggest things you learned. So previously, how what would you say your attitude was? Dude, I never tried out the things people did anyways before. It's just that I had like anxiety over it. Oh before. okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It, I'm yeah. I'm more like anxious over missing stuff out. I know actually when I wait, wait to go to it, but I was usually very anxious of do of missing things. So yeah, mm. that was a thing I had. And when you, was there an experience that really taught you that actually I'm not missing out on much? I'm trying to think. Oh god, I I I wish I could remember. Yes, well, okay. Don't worry, just because I'm here doesn't mean you need to be shy. You can just say yeah. That one time Isaac recommended me anime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, you know I figured it out. You know it might. Be. Oh, you did. Okay, <laughs> you know, that's it. Because Isaac mentioned anime. You know it might be One Punch Man. Uh, it generally, it, it might be. Oh it my might god! Agree with that. I it agree might be with that. Yeah. One. <laughs> I agree with you there. I'm very surprised it actually was an anime yeah. recommendation. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> the one who recommended this one to him, so I'm saying. Yeah, he's not the one who recommended. It. Like everyone at Six will recommended this to me. Jesus. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, Isaac, um, is there anything major you'd say you've learned um, that's caused you to like grow as a person over the last four years? Yeah, I think I've learned a few things off of the main one, I think, which was pertinent to me, is to just pace myself. Because beforehand, I was always on that, oh, you've got to grind, never quit mentality, basically, oh, you're painting all the work. Like, mm. well, tried that at uni, what would end up happening is I would have like long periods of time of doing, you know, extreme levels of work, like, to, and then... The second I even let my body know that there's a time of a break, that's it. I am gone for like at least a month. <laughs> and so it was more to just pace myself to make sure that right. I'm doing, like obviously still doing a good quality, like a reasonable amount of work, but not going, oh yeah, every single second of every single day needs to be work. Especially just because with like coming from an African background, basically with my parents, like I would actually be doing work at home and revising occasionally. I mean, my parents would come upstairs and open my door. At the one time, I'm taking a break. <laughs> honestly, Isaac, I agree. I'm honestly, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like my parents did, did not believe that I ever revised, even though I clearly do. Especially to my grades <laughs> show it, but no, I do bad. Like my parents, my parents would be like, "Oh, 
uh, and you do not revise. I never see you revise. I'm like, mm-hmm. you never see me revise anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, one time you come check, you know, it's the one time I'm taking a break. And also, I guess it's just another thing of, you know, just, like, how things personally, like, how much things personally matter to me. Because before, like, a lot of things I was doing them because my like, parents were there telling me to you, going, oh, yeah, Isaac, you got, you got this grade on this. That's not good enough. You can do better. Whereas now I'm just like, eh, that's, it's okay. Like, as long as, you know, like, giving things my own self-worth and deciding that for myself rather than, like, parents, basically, and other influences on that. Mm, you know what? I actually relate to that heavy. Not on the actual, like, parental pressure side, but I definitely did feel a pressure um, as a result of leaving school and not going to university because I was kind of... I was always expected to go to university, and it was a big shock to people when I didn't go, you know, teachers from school, other students, Honestly, um, I, family I members. Honestly, all of us, we weren't really surprised. Right, wait, would you say that's true for you guys? I think my parents were shocked more, more, shocked, more shocked than <laughs> I was, honestly. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Well, I was kind of shocked. I, I like, knew you wasn't necessarily like, into uni and then had like a, like mm-hmm. the subject really wanted to like pursue, but I, I did also just kind of expect you to Sort of like the rest of us just do it anyway. To be fair, right. the moment I to, to be fair, the moment I saw the Club Penguin story video it hit one million views, I was like, yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, I, I understand this matter not going to uni. <laughs> I, the Club Penguin YouTuber now. Too good for uni. Oh man. Yeah. No, like there definitely I, I I felt that pressure. And because I knew that, you know, people sort of expected great things from me, I felt a pressure that I I, I had to do very well on youtube to sort of make up for the mm-hmm. fact that i went against people's expectations i felt that pressure really heavily um but yeah like i eventually i i, I sort of just realized oh i don't owe anybody me meeting their expectations it's really yeah, mm-hmm. just about what do i want to do mm-hmm. and am i that- am i doing it and that that was really tough to learn because yeah. you know i feel like my entire life, I've basically been trying to meet people's expectations. It's part of the reason I tried so hard in school, because I wanted to upkeep the, oh, I, I do well in school. That's what people expected of me, so I wanted to keep it up. So then, you know, learning that people's expectations don't actually have much weight on you yeah. was huge for me. And it's led to me being a lot more um, satisfied with myself. Because for a long time, I was mm. I was even kind of embarrassed a little bit to be like yeah i'm doing youtube even though it's what i wanted to do when someone asked you know it was kind of like oh i got a place at work i would just tell them because that is technically true yeah, <laughs> yeah i got a place <laughs> at work uni but i wouldn't go into it you know uh-huh. yeah so me and i got into the same uni he just didn't go to uni because he didn't want to be in the same uni as me yeah. <laughs> understandable to be fair yeah, Simi, now, now that Isaac's you know graduated and out of there now you can go you know? <laughs> okay I see I see <laughs> oh man um, with you guys being done with university do you feel a oh. sort of pressure um, yourselves yes there's a heavy yes. pressure on me yeah. to get a job immediately like I get that my parents and everyone's just trying to help but really and truly I do not need you like coming over going oh yeah send me your cv i'll like you know start using connections and stuff like i get you're trying to help but the more and more you do it the more and more it just feels like you're putting pressure on me going it's isaac doesn't have a job yet 
and it's so oh my mm. god isaac i agree with you so much oh god uh, mm. i've had to do all that for a whole for a whole year Ha-ha. for any parents listening i doubt for up for any parents listening i get it you want the best for your kids but like the more you act you need to try to be careful with it the more pressure you start paying on them and like making it seem like oh you don't value what they've done or oh you know better than them in what they want to do so just mm. okay right yeah yeah no, I, I could definitely see that sort of pressure because I there is this like very outlined path where it's like you go to school, you go to university, you get a job, but there's never considered any sort of period of time between mm-hmm. these things. No. When these things really are processes, yeah. right? Um, and so it's not going to be that simple. Reese, mm-hmm. how about you? Do you? Are you feeling any sort of like similar pressure, whether it's parental or otherwise? Uh, yes, but also no. If anything, most of the pressure I've felt to get a job is actually from the uni itself. Um, oh. Whenever, like, I've had, like, two meetings or anything like that at uni, it's always just been like a... So, um, yeah, about that, about, like, getting a job thing, uh, wh- where you plan on working, what do you want to do? Do you know what you want to do? What area do you want to go into? I'm like, I don't know. Why I'm mm. taking time to figure out what I want to do. Reese, to be fair, I get whatever you need applying that pressure to you. I still I mean, I know, because, yeah. I know. Like, it's just because that's the statistic the that they took, you know. They can, mm-hmm. they can just put me on the numbers that said survived. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese, no one wants to see those numbers that say survived. Do you know how depressing that'll be to students going, this percentage of people survived? <laughs> they made it through and got the piece of paper that they may or may not use. Congratulations. No, I mean, anything less than 100% survival, like, as uh. a university <laughs> statistic, will bring worry to people. And they'll just yeah. be like, maybe, maybe not, and actually have second thoughts about it. It's actually crazy that people don't know that you could fail uni. Yeah. Yeah. Of sixth form, it's like, you could walk out with all use theoretically, but, like, even that, like, that, yeah, you could just sort of retake sixth form a lot of the time at uni, you find yourself, like, scarily close to that, like, 40%, which is sort of the considered fail. And yeah. it's just, like, yeah, just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess not with regards to what somebody said as well, something else, which is, you know, a bit of pressure right now, is just pressure from other people. Because I know, and because of LinkedIn, like, I've been, they've been <laughs> LinkedIn has been trying to connect me to all those freaking banger, like, street, well, not even necessarily banger, but just for people who happen to get jobs, like, immediately or confirmed before going out of university. And just hey, seeing, hey like, Isaac, th- those are the people who remembered to get a summer internship in between the study years and basically yeah, least, went, oh, you're cool, we'll hire you the second you graduate. Yeah, Reese, I realise it. So just seeing them, it's just like, uh-huh. oh, there are people who have jobs and I don't. But I just, I, I get why. It just still mm. feels like almost... It doesn't always I... hurt, but it's especially when it's the ones like, I never liked you and you see them on that <laughs> same situation. Literally, Yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn is such a freaking interesting social media, man. It's yeah. literally just people oh. be like, I'm going to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, okay, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very, it's a very, it's just different to any other social media. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Are you guys looking to start working within like the next year or so? Like Israel, you've mentioned you have this sort of freelance thing. At least for me, possibly I'm looking to do the freelancing thing for like a while. I mean, once as uh, uh, at least specifically with this with the studio I'm with, not for very long because I might, you know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to mostly at least for me, I'm trying to mainly use the studio as a some way of like a portfolio to showcase. Hey, I've mm-hmm. done some work. I've, I actually have professional work that's out there, and I'm getting paid for the and I'm 
you know, potentially get making royalty <laughs> off professional work. So, you know, the showcase, yeah, yeah, there, and then, you know, move on from there, basically. That's what I'm trying to do. Right, okay. Also make connections with any artists I um foresee mm. there, so, yeah. Because unfortunately, the problem is, my uni- my university is in the Midlands, and so mm-hmm. all of my con- so <laughs> any any connections I could put, could make is only in that area. Same. Right. I could probably have gotten a job much more easily if I had actually decided to work in Coventry, but I don't want to live in Coventry, so no. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I suppose that is actually one of the benefits of going to university in a big city, which I never really Hmm. considered before, because I'm thinking about my cousin who went to University of Birmingham. And he just lives in Birmingham now. I, I thought he would come back to London. I really just thought, oh, everyone will come back to London. But nah, like, apparently it's very common that you kind of just stay where you went to uni. Um, and yeah. because Birmingham's, you know, a pretty big city, he was able to get a job there and all that stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was I was quite surprised about that. To be fair, but, yeah. thing, another thing about Birmingham is, like, it's very close to other different cities in the West Midlands. So it's like, mm. you've, like, there are a bunch of different cities you can also just go to around there. I feel like that's something they don't really mention when it comes to picking a university. They say, choose a city you want to live in, like a place that you like, but they don't really uh-huh. consider that. You actually might stay there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like really pick somewhere you like. If you're doing things right, you likely will stay there because it's easy to find a job there because you have more connections there, you know more people and whatnot. I mean, the pandemic made it a bit difficult for us to make as many connections, but you know. I still managed mm-hmm. to come up with some, so you guys are just lacking. Yeah, I'm a- I managed to come up with some as well. <laughs> Bro, just, they just left you in the dust, man. Bro, that I even, was beef. <laughs> bro, 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 my connections were, stro- were so strong, I even gave Simba work. <laughs> Damn, okay. <Yeah. laughs> nice. The connections you you need. Reese, we heard, yeah, um, a little from you, you saying that, you know, you want to take some time before, yeah. like, going on a job hunt and stuff like that. I remember you mentioning you were interested in robotics, right? Uh, Is that something you're still into, or what? What's up? what's up with you right now? Uh, yeah, still into it, but, uh, the trouble is haven't really had much time to explore it much. It is also things of, like, because, you know, because I, you know, graduated Imperial, it, there is that uh, extra pressure to, like, oh, you know, you're an Imperial graduate student, huh? So, uh, when, when you, when you run in Google, Microsoft, Facebook, one of, one of the, one of the big tech companies, and it's like, do I I even want to, like... (laughs) give myself that kind of big tech stress or would I prefer to just like mm. just go for like a, a smaller like startup and just work there Yeah. honestly the main thing I've just considered just starting my own doing it myself mm, being I've, a business owner yeah Yeah. I've, I've been yeah I've tried to or trying in the process of uh, like it's sort of why I wanted to give myself this break is like build up my skills in various areas whether it's like app or web development and stuff like that and try and freelance a bit and even if i go at normal full company still maybe try some freelance on the side and just see where it goes mm. totally yeah so isaac how about you i i am trying to find a job as quickly as possible for one main reason because like i'm fully aware that like regardless of what career i go into even if like oh yeah i think at first i'm going to like it i might just not so what i'm trying to do right now is trying to get a job so then I can move out. So because oh, okay. right now, like I have a lot of projects which I might want to do on the side, like maybe like try a few things out. However, right now the main restriction is just my location because not only is my house obviously noisy at times, but my room is tiny. Like literally, all that is in my room is a bed and a wardrobe, and there's still no space to walk. 
Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, I ain't even got a wardrobe in this room <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. A word flex? <laughs> word flex. Well, no, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to just, like, basically I've been searching for jobs, like, just around both in and outside of London, obviously, so then I can move out and try to start getting things sorted, like, trying to diversify things right okay and i'm curious how do you go about looking for a job are you on like websites like glass or what too many websites too every many websites website. so just every website google. is possible google yeah. google, google, ma- google, please google give maps me job. <laughs> what i would do is go on google maps look search for studios around me then go okay cool all right click on the studio find the website of the studio find the contact or who i should contact or at least find like the list of studios contact details then give that then 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 write an opening let- letter then send them my cv and then hope a response happens <laughs> <laughs> right <sighs> yeah there are just just like we've also too many websites because like we said google then your then, CV like, to anywhere will of take engin- it yeah because engineering is stem like there are a lot of basically dedicated like websites with graduate jobs so just going all of them like updating my linkedin profile and every single time i come up in the search just like cool apply for this job like i've I've actually had to limit it because I started getting confused as to how many applications I had at the moment and uh-huh. what each one was. So now I'm on a like, <laughs> rolling free basis. So as soon as I get rejected from one dab, I apply for another <laughs> to replace that spot, basically. Oh, bro, some, bro, okay, somebody, yeah. Bro, some of these jobs, I didn't even get rejections. I just got ghosted. Uh, mm. I've only ever got ghosted, man. It ain't right. Okay, no, that's another thing as well. For some of them, I forget that I've even applied, so I just think I've gotten ghosted or something, or forget that they even exist. And then all of a sudden, like, one month, like, a few months, it's just like, oh, yeah, so you've been invited to the interview, and I'm like, wait, what even was this position for? What is this company? I'm confused watching it. <laughs> so then you have to do your research after you've freaking <laughs> gotten the freaking interview. Yeah. Like, oh, so why do you want to work at this company? <laughs> Right. What's really interesting is, you know, despite the fact that I was doing YouTube full time, I wasn't yet sure if this is what I really was going to be doing. Doing YouTube was great, but I was still sort of enamored by this idea of a dream job. And I was thinking, I don't know if YouTube is (laughs) my dream job. I don't know if it's my passion. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, there must be something else. So I kept doing all these freaking personality quizzes (laughs) and careers quizzes, trying to find what the thing was. And yeah, like I, I was essentially trying to figure out, okay, what do I actually want to do? Until I realized, you know what, I, I do really like this YouTube thing and no job is going to be like this 100% perfect and never feels like work thing. Like mm-hmm. no job is ever going to be like that. And I feel like I have a good thing going and I was getting opportunities through YouTube and I was really scared. Like a lot of times I thought I made a mistake. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have done this, blah, 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 this, <laughs> that, but you know, overall, it worked out, but it was definitely a tumultuous journey. It wasn't just like, oh, I'll be a YouTuber. And then I was, it was like so much mm. doubting, like, oh, I mm-hmm. think I haven't, I think I've made the wrong decision here. So, yeah, and I was even yeah. trying to live with Samin, like, bird year possibly. But, like, right. He's going to, he's going to try. And <laughs> yeah. Cause we're going to go to the same uni, right? Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. I remember us actually discussing that. Yeah. <laughs> but man right right i guess like now simi now that you've got this far and do you still regret it or oh no 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 absolutely not you know like fair enough. i i'm so happy with the decision i made 
I, I really like what I do. And I, I'm just really grateful that it even worked out because so many things had to go right yeah. mm-hmm. for this to actually work out. And I'm, I'm just like so grateful for it, you know? Blessed like, be the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Because here's the thing, right? Like I'm now, I've now realized how little I actually knew about what I was doing when I decided to do it. To the point where, would I advise myself to have done what I did? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, I really didn't know what I needed to know. But it's I just mean, part of the process. It was learning. same with everything, I feel like, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, with that regard, yeah. I'm actually going to turn Reese's question around to our students. Any of us regret what we did our choice? No comment. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't think I do because I, I, I nothing is coming to mind right now. My mind is blank. Yeah, that's fair. See, I feel like the issue is because uni was the natural path, like we did there wasn't really an alternative to like regret not having chosen. So My main mm-hmm. my main regret is not fighting COVID as much for the, the social stuff. But other than that uh, I mean I'm here now, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Question for you guys, like I guess more so for Isaac and Reese, because you guys have just finished this year. Has the feeling of being done with education settled in? Like, have you mentally, like, wrapped your head around it? Like, I'm done. And then I guess also for Israel, is that something that you've achieved? Or, and when did it happen? Like, yeah, let's hear about it. My friend, my guy, the feeling of being done with education set in way before I finished my last time. <laughs> 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 I've been done for for a few months now. For okay, me, I've fair. got mixed feelings about it because, like, you know, like I, because of COVID, it really screwed up. Because, like, I always, you know, imagine like, oh, yeah, big graduation. Even if it wasn't the most imag- emotional thing, you know, that's it. That's the full stop. Them just mailing me my certificate just <laughs> didn't hit the same like at all. Like, I was done with you know, my last exam. I was like, okay, yeah, now I just uh. need to wait for results. I, you know. Wait for results, got results. I was like, okay, now not to like certify, you know, just need to get the certificate. And then it just arrived in the mail one day. Do you not have really just like, like, do you not have a graduation ceremony? No, they're just like, it might happen at some point in the future, but until then, here's your certificate. Yeah, because I, I think we should expect it mailed and then still have like a yeah, ceremony. My, yeah, my uni recommended that you, um, uh, my uni recommended that you, you, um, uh, request that your certificate be sent and then come to the graduation. So. Yeah, that's yeah. what mine did as well. However, they haven't told us when the graduation to still is, and like just waiting, you know, for the graduation <laughs> to actually mm-hmm. happen to then finally have that final full stop on it. Just means mm-hmm. like right now, this entire time, I'm just kind of sitting here in limbo. Right, <laughs> they're gonna hand you a sheet of A4 that's been rolled up. They just, <laughs> just have a smiley face that says "Good job." I hikey don't want to go graduation just because of how long the day that day's gonna be. I don't want to be in the car. Okay, for, I get that, hours. but Ooh. to be fair, it might be nice to have like you know the pictures and the gown and stuff. Unless you really don't give any damn about that. I mean, Simi, my sister's university did it in an even more interesting way because like they're still going to have their graduation ceremony and everything, but they had like a graduation already, which was just the pictures. Like people came, <laughs> rented the actual outfits, and took pictures, and that was it. Oh, and so it's like, interesting. does that still have the same feel or? Hmm. That, that is odd. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially because I've grown like really close to some of my uni friends as well to the point where I'm like, yeah, once I've like set, 
sort of done, I'm probably just going to go like back to the university to just hang with some of them anyway, who are like doing postgrad. Mm. So it's like, there isn't really like any sort of feeling of ending or finish. So mm. I wasn't, I'm not sure if I would say done with university, ah. but I'm definitely done with university. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, at least, at least, um, at least for me, um, the feeling of that uh, education had ended was a strange one for me. It was for me. It was when during like my last tutorial, literally at the end of my last tutorial, the last the last lecturer I spoke to, <laughs> that that that's when education like it ended because education has ended, but learning hasn't. Especially yeah, learning right. doesn't end though. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with learning. <laughs> <laughs> no knowledge. I've learned all I need to learn. <laughs> yeah. No, like, um, that's absolutely true. The learning never stops. Like, I, you know, le- leaving school in 2017, I, it, it basically sailed in that, oh, yeah, like, I'm freaking show how long ago done. it was, man. <laughs> well, 2017 was actually four years ago. That feels Indeed. odd. That's nuts, right? Uh-huh. Nuts. I've been out of school for four years. Holy crap. Uh-huh. Um, when I withdrew my application from Warwick, which was literally just an email, it wasn't like a phone call, a conversation. I, I emailed them saying, but I so would like to withdraw my from my space at the University of Warwick starting in 20 blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, thanks for letting us know. I was like, huh? <laughs> Is that it? You should have got the Warwick rejection email, like the sorry you didn't meet our entry requirements and just turn that back on them. <laughs> I guess we're keeping this out then. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'm putting the university on blast. No, I'm not, oh, I'm not editing it out. It's okay. That's the university I'd wear it from. He's allowed to put it on blast in this podcast. Oh, damn, wild. <laughs> I mean, we've all left, yeah. you know. We're all nah, done with Nah, it places. was freaking. It's freaking. Yeah. Like, like, it's they, all, they can't take away my degree from, from me anymore, so, you know. They can I try. Can, mm. They can try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually done with school now, aren't I? All right, then. Fair, fair. But I still kept learning stuff. I was learning how to make these videos. I was still doing a lot of writing, you Mm -hmm. know, just for my video Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and even now I'm still learning. I'm like, it's all very practical learning. Like everything I Mm -hmm. learn is something that I'm using. And that is a nice feeling, right? That is a nice feeling. Yeah, being out of education, it's definitely... I'm, I'm so used to it now, and I'm not going back. <laughs> At least not without a very clear goal in mind for why I want to go into education. For you guys, so like sometimes when you enter a career, they need like a certain accreditation. You need to like have some sort of qualification under your belt that's not a uni, a uni qualification, but more of a vocational one. So like um, mm-hmm. in that sense, you could be re-entering some sort of education... How do you feel about that? I'm kind of depressed because I kind of know that I am by force. Uh, the other day, okay. a family friend came around and was like, so Isaac, how's, you know, job finding going? And, you know, explaining the situation. It's like, oh, no, that's not good. Hold on, give me a second. He called up one of his friends and he was like, cool, I just got you on, like, a course, like, for data security. Have fun. And I'm like, why? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the music. Yeah, I'm on the music course. So honestly, you don't even need a degree for a- any of the stuff you need to do for music or any kind of. All you really need is evidence that like you can do it, or like at least proof of like work that you've done. Essentially. Mm, right. And um, Reese, how 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 are you feeling about it? Would you would you be willing to do like uh. a course that gets you you know qualified for a specific job, or 
I guess since you are also looking into like freelancing and starting your own thing, I'm guessing yeah. you wouldn't be looking in that direction. But let, let us know anyway. I, 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 unfortunately, I, I am aware I will likely have to do some sort of like course or thing. There is, of course, many areas, uh, in whatever form of place that I choose to go into, that, you know, you don't learn everything at uni. There's still a lot mm-hmm. that's missed out. There's still like certain like yeah. specific things that I I know I need to learn. But if I if I'm going back to learn and I want to learn on my own terms, this would be the perfect spot for like a Skillshare or Masterclass sponsorship. I was thinking indeed, it indeed, as indeed. well, <laughs> but I'm like they're not paying us to say that. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah. I I totally I totally feel that. Honestly, I really felt done with school. Um, mm-hmm. in year 13 I was like I'm done <laughs> I just wanna make stuff man right yeah yeah I don't wanna learn how to make stuff I wanna just do it finally mmm yeah it, it it does feel good to actually just be able to do the yeah. things rather than have a bunch of like theory and learning about it yeah, you wanna done, get done into with theory. it yeah yeah Unless you're talking about your driving test, you do need to uh, <laughs> it down too. No, nah, no theory, no theory. I just figure it out. <laughs> no I'll theory, it. all vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at bumper cars, so I could probably do it. Uh, Isaac, you know, learning to drive is sort of has an opposite goal to bumper cars, right? No, at least it's fine. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> kind of the opposite. Oh man. You know what? Quick tangent based on bumper cars. I remember I was in a fun fair and got in the bumper cars and they told us, please do not drive into each other. What? It's like, mate, they <laughs> don't call them bumper said, cars, call them cars. <laughs> What's the point of it? They were, like, uh-huh. they were like, please don't do that. Uh-huh. I was like, what the flip? What, 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 what was it for then? Maybe, but yeah. They will just yeah. have go-cards then. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for uh, an- another really cool uh, podcast. I hope that anyone who's listening, who's maybe, you know, whatever stage you're in, whether you're about to go into university or in university or you've recently graduated, I hope you found something here that was interesting to you. Um, thank you for tuning into the Unverified podcast. If you want to find us on social media, you can check out our Twitters on the YouTube version. The link will be in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a five star rating on iTunes. Be sure to like it on Spotify. Do all the nice things so that people know you enjoy listening to the podcast. If you want to see us live, you can check out twitch.tv forward slash unverif show, where we have links to all of our individual streams. Do we have any closing statements? Israel, what's up? Change, change is going to change. Some changes may happen to your university, maybe small, maybe tiny. Maybe if you're not going to be, changes will probably start to you, maybe small, maybe big. But at least for me, I had small changes. I started university as a big Ruby fan, and now I ended it as a big Ruby hater. <laughs> <laughs> hater, bruh. <laughs> oh, man. Great, great. Isaac, you got a closing statement? Oh, yeah. It might look like, you know, we've got everything planned out, like we're geniuses, you know, like having these new episodes coming out just as A-level results come out. No, this was not planned at all. We are idiots. We've had this idea for mm. a while and just been procrastinating. Nah, I was pla- we procrastinated it until this perfect time came around. Even you know, no, no, we didn't. E- e- even the two parts of like you know everything like leading up move. to sort of results last time and everything post after you get the results. All planned. All planned. 
like mm. it, it's too perfect to be true trust me if, if <laughs> things seem too perfect like this situation like that people have it too planned they probably didn't at all and it just happenstance honestly so don't worry <laughs> awesome Reese, you got a closing statement for us everyone's just winging it no one knows what they're doing Bro, you took my closing statement, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is testament to how what everyone is just say. winging it. <laughs> People, we uh, we thank you very much for tuning in to the podcast. We'll catch you next time on the Unverified Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.